Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to an episode of Living Light Outdoors, live in the office, on the mic with you this evening. It's Wednesday. It is our study time. Uh, we've been studying on the Spirit-filled life. We're at week 20. Uh, last week, we talked about the gift of tongues. So we um, that was the eighth gift. There's been there's nine total. This is the last of the spiritual gifts uh, that is given. And it's, it's the gift of interpretation of tongues. So we're going to jump right into this tonight. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10, to still another, the interpretation of tongues. The ninth and last spiritual gift is the gift of interpretation of tongues. The gift of interpretation of tongues is a supernatural ability to interpret a message given in tongues. So remember all the studies that we've done, when you publicly declare in tongues, there needs to be an interpretation. Otherwise, it's between you and the Lord. They're, they're, that, that God gets the, the glory out of that, and, and no one else gets anything out of it because no one else understands what you just said. When there is a gift given publicly, and we'll probably see a little bit more about this, there needs to be an interpretation. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, 5, I would like every one of you to speak in tongues, but I would rather have you prophesy. The one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues, unless someone interprets so that the church may be edified. Now, there are times, and again, I grew up in this. This is not something new to me, um, that, that when, when the Spirit of God begins to move and He wants to speak to His people, oftentimes there'll be someone who, who raises a, a voice, in the, in, maybe it's in the time of worship, or maybe it's in a time of prayer, wherever it may be, and they give a message in tongues. Most of the time, if you've ever been in that situation, you know that everything kind of comes down to a stop, and, and there's a period of waiting for someone to interpret what was just said. Sometimes the person who gives the message in tongues also gives the interpretation. Other times, it's someone clear across the room. It, it could be two people. It could be, you know, to, to, to wind up getting everything out that God wants to say to his people during that time. Uh, most of the time, again, this is something that needs to line up. It needs to, to, to be okay. I've, I've had this happen where I felt like it wasn't right. It wasn't okay. Uh, there needs to be some correction there. But um, probably the, one of the last times we were speaking in a Baptist church in the middle of Missouri, a little country church on a Sunday morning. I, I, it was during my altar call that, a, that an elderly lady broke out in a message in tongues. And it, it surprised me because that particular denominational factor doesn't exercise that gift in such a way. But she did. She also gave her own interpretation. It lined up with everything I had just preached. It was a good message. It was a message from the Lord. It was a challenging message for people to move, to, to come to him in, in the time that we were in. Um, we got to talking to her afterwards. Rhonda talked to her, and she was from Sweden. Uh, and she, she said that, that you know as a young girl in the churches that she was raised in, when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon her, she said, I can't not speak. And that's what happened there. The Spirit of the Lord came upon her. The congregation there was rather used to her doing so. But it, it, you hear what Paul's saying. I wish that all of us spoke in tongues, but I would rather that you prophesy. The one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues, unless someone interprets so that the church may be edified. So God's the only one edified in just a, a speaking in tongues, a praying, a, a prayer language, because he's the only one that understands it. But when there's an interpretation, the whole body becomes edified. In other words, the message in tongues that is interpreted spiritually is equivalent to prophecy. Whenever a message in tongues is given to the congregation, it should be interpreted for the all to benefit from it. The Bible teaches that there should be order with tongues and prophecy in the church service. Here's some guidelines that are to be used to ensure peace in the church gathering. One, 
There should only be two or three spiritual messages given in a service. That's 1 Corinthians 14, 27. This is Paul teaching. There should only, verse um, 2, the leaders of the church should approve the words given, 1 Corinthians 14, 29. And thirdly, the one being used in the spiritual gifts always has the ability to be in control of their actions and the compliant with the church's order. If the person acts disruptive while operating in the gifts and says the spirit is making me act this way and I cannot stop, they're under the influence of an evil spirit or a, or a rebellious in their own spirit. 1 Corinthians 14, 32. We always have control of that. It's not something that can't be controlled. I, I, I will say this. There are times when the when the power of God is moving, the spirit of God is moving strong, and maybe it's a worship time, maybe whatever it is, a prayer time, and someone does speak loudly in tongues. And then maybe you've been this long gap and no one interprets it. No one understands. You know, it doesn't happen. It doesn't interpret. Does, does that mean it was wrong? Well, it was probably between them and the Lord. They they just got loud. We're used to as soon as we hear somebody speak out in tongues, we quieten everything down because out of respect for God speaking to his people. But not always is that the case. It could have been just someone being so zealous in their spirit that, that they spoke in tongues to the Lord, and it wasn't necessarily a message to the congregation. It happens. But what, what Paul's saying here is, you're in control. You can control. I've often, I have felt like I had the message of interpretation and I didn't give it because one, I was afraid. I was a little fearful. I didn't want it to be something of coming out of me. I wanted it to be the spirit of God. He's shown me twice, two different occasions where I failed to to be obedient to his, his urgings and as the message was delivered, it was correct, and I, and I knew that. So, uh, again, you can be in control. I controlled. I didn't speak out when I when I felt like I should have, and actually I, I should have. <laughs> I should have followed the leading of the Lord. The Lord will never give a person a message in tongues without someone present with the gift to interpret it. Keep that in mind. It, it, it's not going to happen because God places everything in order. If there's a message in tongues— someone should be able to interpret it if it is correct from God. Just another way to look at that. If no one interprets the message given, the one who was given the message in tongues should pray and ask for the gift of interpretation to ensure the message is given to God's people. In other words, if you break out in a message in tongues, you, you hopefully will have enough wherewithal to ask God, okay, Lord, if, if, if I need to speak what's, what you meant here, let me know and I'll interpret this. Again, I failed to speak the interpretation. And let it fall to someone else. So that's something to consider there. Human nature can overtake things. Like with the message of wisdom, knowledge, and distinguishing of spirits, the message of tongues and prophecy will never contradict Scripture or lead to sinful behavior. Therefore, the end result of all the sign gifts is to bring people closer to God in godly living. Now, concerning how the message is actually interpreted, Lester Summerall wrote this. The interpretation of tongues is not a translation. If one person gives forth a message in tongues and two different people have the interpretation, each interpretation will be different. The essence of the message, the deep root of it, will be similar, but the phrasing of it will be different because it is not a word-for-word translation. A translation is an exact rendering from one language to another in precise grammatical terms. An interpretation reveals what God wants us to, to know. This explains why at times a message in tongues might be long while the interpretation being very short. 
or it could happen vice versa. Oddly, there is no clear example of the gift of tongues and the interpretation of tongues in the Bible. We, we see examples of tongues being understood by the hearers on, on Pentecost, but it doesn't say they were, they were given a gift to understand spiritual languages. And Luke is clear that actual languages of the disciples were spiritually spontaneous to them, unlearned language, but known to the people. Acts chapter 2, verse 6 through 8 says this in verse 6, it says, When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they ask, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our own native language? As a result, either this gift is not given as an example in the Bible or the above account in Acts involved this gift, but it's not mentioned. Some think the hearers might have been given the gift to understand the unknown languages, but the disciples were speaking, just as they were speaking their own language. However, I don't agree with this because it stretches the plan and the plain reading of the text way too much. Also, many like myself have been used in similar way. On two separate occasions while I was speaking in tongues, this is a Pastor Joe Rystek writing this, I was speaking in tongues. People from India have received messages in their dialect. Now, I've heard this before myself. I've heard uh, multiple times where a message was, was spoken in a particular dialect and someone from that foreign country understood exactly word for word what was said. That's how God works. It's crazy. It's, it's awesome. It's way cool. I'd never learned their language, but I was able to speak it clearly while being used in the gift of tongues. Uh, Perry Stone was talking about this just recently as we were watching him during those revival services. He, he talked about delivering messages, four different messages in one evening uh, as he preached, and, and they were all in different dialects unknown to him. He doesn't speak foreign language. Uh, he, you know, he, give, he gives these messages like this. God put it in him in such a way that the person could hear them in their own language. I've heard another story where that was done, and someone gave their life to the Lord because they heard the inter- the tongues g- given was was like speaking directly to them in their own language. What we do know for sure is that the gift of interpretation of tongues is taught and given place in Scripture. We should then take it serious and be open to God using us in this powerful gift. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I, I want to ask you, do you have a desire for God to give you the gift of interpretation of tongues? If ever you've been in a service where a message in tongues has been given, pray that God gives you that interpretation. What a powerful way to be used by the Lord, to to, to be the voice piece for him to interpret a message in tongues. There's times that, that we can recall where we're used uh, in today's gift of, or, or heard of these gifts. Ask God to give you the gift of interpretation of tongues. Whenever you hear a message in tongues, ask God for the prophetic meaning. Again, this is something I I have struggled with because I didn't want it to be something coming out of me, something from my knowledge. I wanted to make sure it was from God. And in my um, in my wavering, God delivered the message another way, both times. And 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 I knew then for a fact He had given me the interpretation. I just didn't jump on it. I didn't move quick enough. I didn't I, I didn't allow Him to use me, so I used someone else. So I know that it's real. I know that it's bona fide. It's scriptural. Uh, seek the Lord for these gifts. Let God use it. Continue to seek God for your prayer language. And as you get freedom in your prayer language to begin speaking in tongues to the Lord, uh, that, that's in code. Remember, we talked about this. It's, we're speaking in code. The enemy can't decipher that. Only God can. He will use you in other ways. 
Maybe it's to deliver a message in tongues. Maybe it's to deliver prophecy through the interpretation of tongues or just the speaking of a word of knowledge. Uh, man, it's real. It's there. It's for all of us. The Bible is very clear on that. There's, there's no reason to question it. Just ask God for more. Whatever it is, God, that you want from me, I want to be a part of it. I want to be right in the thick of the moving of your presence, wherever it is at any given time. I want to know where I am, and I want to, and I want to be used by God in whatever way he chooses. Amen. What a powerful thought to be used by God in whatever way he chooses. Amen. God bless you guys. We will continue on next week. Uh, we're not done with this series. I, I still have a few notes that I want to continue on in Pastor Joe Rystek's, um his, his discipling here that he was doing. Um, again, that's the last gift of the Holy Spirit, but, but there's still more teaching to come. Uh, we'll continue on with this next week. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for following along on our podcast. Your support is, is uh, so greatly. Um, man, we're just so grateful. We're, we're so thankful for all that you're giving. Uh, thankful for all the prayers. I did my two-week post-op today with the doc from following my back surgery two weeks ago. Uh, everything looks good. He kicked the tires. He checked the fluid levels. All, all looks well. Um, my incision's healing well. And um, basically, I have a month to... Uh, get my strength back. I'll go back and see him in a month and we'll discuss where we go from there. But uh, we're just so thankful for everything that that, uh, that we have coming from you guys. I uh, just appreciate all the prayers and the thoughts and uh, just uh, please continue. <laughs> please continue to give um, as you feel led. Let God lead you in that. Amen. Ron and I love you. We're praying for you. Man, it's Christmas week. We're, we're coming into the weekend of, of Christmas. I pray that you have safe travels. Pray that you have great and glorious times with your family. I, there's a lot of things happening in this world today. There's a lot of things churning. Uh, illness is running rampant right now. Our family has already had to uh, reschedule our family Christmas on my side of the family simply because half our family's sick right now. So please be praying for those around you and in your family as well that you stay healthy and that God uses you in some way to reach another. Amen. God bless you. We love you. We'll talk to you again real soon.